This is the journey. This is the journey. Welcome back to For Our Love of Science podcast. This is the journey episode. Here, our guest star shares more about their discovery of science and how mentors and experiences shaped who they are today. To hear more about the work associated with this journey, please check out the previous episode. So everyone, welcome back. Our guest today is medical illustrator Chidibere Ibe. So Chidibere, uh, we are going to jump into the journey segment of the conversation. And this is where we talk about the road that you took to get to where you are, where you started, how you got there, where you are now, and potentially where you're going as well. Um, so to start, um, how did you kind of get involved or inspired by science? What was your spine, your science spark or your science wow moment when you were growing up? What made you interested in kind of like medicine and the way the body works and all of that? All right. So, um, I mean, while growing up, I've always been a science person. I mean, mm-hmm. not just medical person, but a science person. Um, while growing up, I was just, um, I was more of a, an engineering person, I always fix everything in the house. All the if the radio could get bad, I always fix it. I always mm-hmm. fix all the appliances that got bad at home. So I knew I love science, and um, and um, what really sparked my interest was because I'm, I'm just a very curious person. For example, I, I think there was, when I was young, I actually um, I, I we had this television, very, very old television. Uh, we would always have this. I don't know. I don't know what it's called. This black and white dots, like things are like we're gonna teach <laughs> trying to okay, give for yeah. like yeah, give yeah. for a channel or something. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I I would see the front of the TV and visualize. I mean, it looked like people were playing football, right? But it was just crazy. And mm-hmm. and at that that moment, I started asking questions. What's happening here? Or like, what's what's the science behind this? What's this? So I just started loving science and making things. I constructed aeroplanes, constructed a couple of things mm-hmm. while growing up. But what sparked my, my medical interest was, I think that was in high school. I had a friend of mine who, his mother was a nurse, mm-hmm. right? He would always he would always snitch out some syringe into class, like he would bring syringe to class and uh, after class, right, we would um, um, go to, like into the like like the field and look for lizards and inject them with water. You know, just always doing a lot of crazy things. That so, mm-hmm. um, I, I just said, okay, this is gonna be amazing, and I think I'm gonna be, a, you know, a good doctor because I have love science then. And um, so that was actually the spark for science and medicine. And uh, I think it's just about the curiosity, how things work, and what makes things work the way they, the way they are w- working. And um, mm-hmm. so that's why I mean I went into science in a Cool. Very nice. So can you tell us a little bit more about not just how your career plans involved, but also, I guess, your interest in art? So, um, you know, going from middle school to high school to medical school. Yeah. yeah. How did those two kind of come together? All right. So firstly, I, I as I've said, I've always loved medicine mm-hmm. and not just medicine. I've always loved how the brain works, right? Mm-hmm. How do we like remember things, right? Uh, but before then, I've always been a kind of person that I just love 
trying different things. I'm not just being like a mediocre sort of. Mm-hmm. I've always loved you know, doing a couple of things. And that's why I was also in the music world also. So I had a friend of mine in high school who was, who was an artist. He, he, he was a, an excellent artist. He could draw so very well. And um, I mean, we're not actually close, right? Because we like not like close. We're like, we're just like, from a distance. But I admired him because he was very artistic. So he started drawing and he would always show me. And I decided to say, okay, I was going to be an artist. I was going to learn artworks too. Mm. I mean, for me, it wasn't like a natural talent, right? It's something I had to teach myself. So after high school, I waited a couple of years before getting admission to the, into the higher institution. So while at home, I, my parents had this more like, like, a, like, um, like a shop, like a provision shop. So I would always sit in front of the shop every day, trying to draw something every day, trying to draw something every day. And, and I always shared my work on Facebook, even if they're not good, you know, I would just share my progress and all of that. Mm-hmm. So I started drawing. I started seeing that, I mean, this was becoming better and I was improving. And I decided to go into ball pen. I, I started to use a pen to draw because when you use a pen to draw, you know, you just have to be perfect and not make mistakes, mm-hmm. you know. So, and for me, I, I was like more like a perfectionist. I just love things going the way I wanted it to go. So I decided to use pen to, to draw, to learn how to draw. So I started drawing, drawing. Before people started knowing me as an artist, I started improving. I could do portrait paintings. I could draw. Mm. And, um, but yet, there was never a time where I was like, okay, I was going to go to art school and not go to medical school. There was never a time, right? So art was more like something I just loved doing, you know, doing it. And maybe it was like like a side hustle, you know, where I was doing artwork and people paying for my artwork and all that. So, that, so that's how I started drawing, and that's how I started learning how to draw. And of course, still then I was still applying to medical school, even while I was still learning how to draw. Excellent! I I love that how the two just like co-evolved, right? You had both of the interests and skills in you. That's perfect. Um, so can we uh, talk a little bit more about the black fetus illustration that you're so well known for? Can you give us a little bit more, kind of, on the background of what kind of inspired you to create that image? Yes, so um, the Black Fetus illustration was just um, was just the moment where you know destiny had called me, right? You know, mm-hmm. so because the reason why I said that was because I had created a couple of images for the Black Fetus, and um, I think that happened last year uh, when I, I decided to um, because I had tried medical school in Nigeria, it wasn't working out, so I said okay, I was, was going to take a bold step to to go to Ukraine for medical school. Mm-hmm. So before then, I was into medical illustrations. I have started. I started a GoFundMe campaign to raise, you know, tuition because my. I mean, I had nobody to send me to school, of course. So I was like, okay, I was going to push myself and just go to medical school. So for a couple of months, the GoFundMe was so slow. I think I have. I had about a thousand dollar or so, mm-hmm. and um, I had the admission right, but I didn't have school fees. I didn't have visa, so I, I just had to take a bold step. I withdrew all the money from GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. Went for visa interview, processed my interview, and amazingly, I was denied a visa. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow, you know, I I didn't have a visa, I didn't have school fees, but I had my skills, I had my work, and um, I said, okay, life happened, and I was so sad. I had cried, mm-hmm. I cried, I cried. I mean, I I didn't know what to do because it was so sad. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember that day I was in church because most times I, I, I'm always in church back then, you know, because church was where I had power supply to learn illustrations, to charge my laptop and to draw. Because, um, so I was always mostly in church. 
So that day I was like, okay, I mean, no visa, no medical school, no money. Okay, but uh, life continues. No, I'm just gonna keep drawing. Then I, I started drawing. I said, okay, today that day was I was in between um, two illustrations. So I was like, okay, should I create a full anatomy illustration or I should create um, illustration of um, this black fetus? And um, I was okay. Like, okay, I was gonna create the black fetus. Well, back then I didn't have. A good laptop. I had a very bad laptop, and I had a computer mouse which I used to create that image. Mm-hmm. So I said I was going to create this. It took me about a week or so to create. So I created the image, and it wasn't perfect. As I said, I'm a perfectionist. I love things being nice, but but I had to just shade online. So I shared this image online, and I said, um, "I am black and I'm beautiful. That more of these should be included in a medical textbook." And I shared it, and. Um, I mean, God so kind, you know, for like a week, I woke up one morning, you know, all the, the image was everywhere on the internet. People were sharing, people were calling, <laughs> wow. CNN started calling, BBC started calling. I was like, what is happening here? You know, what, is, <laughs> what is happening? You know, because I mean, before now, you know, the, 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 there are times when you create amazing image and you believe that it's going to have like a lot of reactions, but they don't mm-hmm. have reactions. But the particular one that, you know, wasn't that beautiful was was the one that got the attention and people started telling their personal stories. Mm. It was amazing. It was amazing. And till now, I still always give glory to God because, you know, it's always been him and that's why I'm here right now. Yeah, so that's just what happened and mm. that's what got me here. Amazing. Amazing. So um, considering your journey, what advice would you give your younger self? Yeah, man, you need to have some patience, man. <laughs> We all can use a little bit more of that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you know, when, you, when we when I was here, actually, I was always like, you know, in a haste to get things done, in a haste to, you know, to always want results, in a haste to, to you know, to go out there to show myself to the world, you know. But I think all of that was just to prove a point, you know. So listen to myself would be, you know, take time, learn the process, you know, be a better you, and 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 that's just my message, my, my to my younger self, yeah. Mm, excellent. So Shakira, do you have any additional questions for this segment? Um, well, I did want to hear about any mentorships that you've mm-hmm. had. We usually like to ask this question to see, you know, who has helped to guide you and shape you and support you during your journey. Can you talk a little bit about any mentors that you've had? Yes. So I had a couple of mentors in my life. I've had, People who have, I mean, I, I always mention a name everywhere. I've had um, likes of Dr. Auric Sidney, mm. right? He was the one that introduced medical illustrations to me. And he said to me, why not go into medical illustrations, right? Mm. And um, I always always tell him thank you wherever, you know, wherever I am. And um, I had t- likes of Dr. Ignatius Vesene, mm. Professor Keeper, you know, which is currently in Harvard. Mm. I had amazing mentors who, you know, who has contributed to my growth. My family, right, have also contributed. And um, I don't know if it's wrong to say that I'm, I'm also my own mentor because I think <laughs> I've put myself also to, to get to this point. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Fair. So you, you do have a little bit of patience, see? <laughs> <So> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you, your, your older self learned a little bit from your younger self. So that's good. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I really loved hearing your story and, and how you 
you use your love of drawing and art and sort of merged it with your love of science. And mm-hmm. then that has blossomed into such a life-changing career, right? And and uh, you've produced this body of work already that's made such, such a huge impact in the medical community and the world, right? It affects us all. So, mm-hmm. so thank you. Thank you so much for, for doing that. Um, and to wrap up, we are going to go to our final section, which is this is our fun silly little section that we have we like to have at the end of our show and the question is simply can you talk about what brings you joy outside of your work so things like hobbies and passion projects family and friends how you like to relax and just anything that brings light and enjoyment to your life well, I will start by saying my life is a very boring one. You know? <laughs> I doubt that. Yes. I strongly doubt that. You know, you know, the reason why I say that is because I, I, I'm mostly indoor, right? I, I, like, mm-hmm. I don't know how to, uh, to go out and, but I try. You know, recently I met this friend who, I mean, he's always like, man, you need to go out, you need to go out, and all of that. But I'm trying <laughs> to go out. You know, I'm not, I'm a bit antisocial. You know, but. Um, <laughs> For me, I, I love making music. I love music a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, I also play the piano. So much mm-hmm. times I, I mean, what I just sometimes if I'm less busy, I just go to church, mm-hmm. you know, sing and play the piano. Mm-hmm. And also what particularly makes me so happy and relaxed is when I'm able to be there for people. I mean, I, I just love, I love seeing people happy mm-hmm. because I think that's just what makes me very happy. And I can't count the number of times where um I felt so fulfilled when I was there for someone, maybe through advice or through support or through, you know, prayers or mentorship. You know, I just love seeing people happy and people are happy. I am honestly happy. And um, so that's just what, you know, must make me happy. And um, I just I just keep the flow and just keep seeing what comes out best for the future. Yeah. Oh, that's super. Yeah, very, very cool and very, very artistic. (laughs) And, um, you know, you've got you've got a big heart. (laughs) Obviously, you've got a very big heart. So um, thank you so much again, Chidi Berry, for coming on and and talking to us. Mm -hmm. We look forward to following up with you in the future to hear about the next phase in your journey. And hopefully next time we meet, you'll have that army of diverse medical illustrators, right? Just yeah. changing the face of medicine. Yes, um, definitely. I really look forward to that. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Chidi Berry, thank you again for joining us. This was a great, great conversation with you. Thank you. It's a pleasure. And I would say that this is one of the best conversations I've had so far because it's not too serious and uh, it is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you had fun. We try and keep it light, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. Try to have a little bit of fun with it. Yeah, yeah. Great. Okay, so we'd like to say thank you to our listeners for supporting the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, like, and share. And you can reach out to us by email at lovesciencepodcast at gmail.com. Please send any questions for past guests, comments about the show or suggestions for guests that you'd like to hear on the show. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time. Man, you need to have some patience, man. To have some patience. <laughs>